Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Load of Balls. And I'm joined by Sam Ga and our special guest is under 20 manager, Connor Higgins. Connor, thanks for jumping on the call tonight. Not a bother, boys. How are we keeping? All good. All good. Sammy's just after a, a hard training session with Mr. Strabber, the Mayor Bridge in mind. So he's focused. He's he's ready. Good. Well, that, that, that's good. It's always a first time for everything, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh... A training or focused? Hey, you take your pick. Did he get win for you there uh, last night? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a good result. Um, obviously, he had no way to meet on a on a, a miserable out Tuesday evenings. Never, you know, not the greatest, most appetising thing in the world at times. But yeah, uh, look, the boys did very well. Uh, it was a rough evening, the, and they got a good result. We have to be very pleased with the result. Uh, performance a bit to be looked at for sure but look at the end of the day they, they went out they did something that they had to do they got the win and that, that obviously propelled us into the into the final Saturday week Very good and just on the under 20 CD we were talking before about uh, you know the development of players and uh, and that you have a good mm. uh, spread of players from different clubs and uh, it's great to see It is I mean we, we've obviously We've cast our net possibly could, and uh, I don't think we've missed many. If we have, it's, it's certainly not by intention. It's um, a couple of guys we wanted wouldn't couldn't commit for exams and things like that, which is totally understandable. Um, so they're obviously quite young; they would be ready to, to move forward next year. But um, yeah, I think we have sixteen clubs in total. Very good. Which is which is a very good spread, I think. And. Chose uh, Shane Arnold as your captain and uh, Finn McElroy as your vice captain. And what was the thing behind? Um, when you're assuming there was thinking in behind it all. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, actually, and Shane's look, the two boys are top class. You know they are genuine, and I'm not just saying that they're they're great fellas first and foremost. Um, they're both fantastic footballers. Um, they're very quiet. Uh, both just get on with it and and play football. Their their actions do all the all the talking. So they don't start and scream and roar. It's just they they get on with it and uh, they lead by example, which is you know it's not a bad thing at all. Um, I know Shane is really. Uh, I think Shane is as in Division One this year has stood out nearly. You know, I think he's been nearly the standout player. Mm-hmm. Um. The pace the guy has is incredible. Um, he just glides over the ground, but when he hits the gas, he just it's 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 wonderful to watch. And Finn's just a beast of a young fella, you know. He's he loves the physicality, um, but his great pace and athleticism. So you know they're, they're two great fellas. Uh, look, we're, we we could have picked any number of fellas, but look, you know Shane. I think Shane really was the standout guy, really, to to be captain. But there wasn't much in it. Very good, and yeah. Just on Division One CD, we're just going to um, talk about it. It's the sort of halfway point now for most clubs, and mm. back to the first round. Um, I suppose the, the surprise in Division One this year has been how tight it is. You know, one win and you could be propelled up the league. To- <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, I think there's a few teams down at the bottom hoping for that one win uh, to get up the league a bit. Um, yeah, I say it is very, very tight. Um, I don't know if that's a um, a good thing or a bad thing or whether that's a, a symptom of 
it's just hard to know, really. You know, um, I've gone to quite a few games this year. And some of the football's been great. Um, some of it hasn't been. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, I'm being nice. Um, I know my home club, it's some of it's hard to watch at times. Um, but they got a good last weekend, or last Friday, against the point. Um, but yeah, it's it's... It's a funny league, you know, as you said, John. It's it's a couple of results either way, and you're either heading up the table to mid, like one good result from the bottom two or three teams, and all of a sudden you're mid, you're almost mid table. You know, it's it, it is a wee bit crazy. So it's going to go to the end of the season. It'll be a a bit of a, a shootout to see who's who's going to be at the bottom, um, and then the two above that will play off. So there'll be a lot of weeping and mourning over the next couple of months to see how things are going to pan out. But, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting league. Let's put it that way. Uh, have you been impressed with any uh, team so far, CD, that you've seen? I know you've went the uh, carried off as well and a couple of teams in Division 2. Is there any standout um, teams so far? Well, in Division 2, look, I have to say I've uh, watched uh, carried off a few times. Carried off for a very, very fine side with an awful lot of very good young players. Uh, but they, they and they are young. Um, they're probably the biggest talent pool that we have in the county really at the moment is is the number of people in, and it's a huge club I think um, numbers wise. But carry off, yeah. They, you would imagine that they'll be one of the common teams over the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, Division one, it's it's uh, well. I have to say, I was actually impressed by. I've seen Longstone a few times this year. I was impressed with Longstone. That you know, the Shorty has them going well, and in many ways, I mean, there's 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 really good attitude about them. Application, you know, you go to Longstone, you have to you have to play well and work very hard to get your result. As a rule, I, I just and a couple of very fine players. You know, obviously we have a couple there now. Young Ronan Sheehan, cornerback for the Stone, is with us. Finn's obviously with us. We lad Matthew Cunningham, whom we would love to have got a hold of, but. I think he's so much. He is so much on his plate at the moment, but he's he's playing outstanding football as well. Yeah, I've seen, um, I've seen Longstone uh, 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 three or four times myself, and you know they give Glenn uh, their worst defeat. Now Glenn were, were decimated by injuries and that, but uh, Matthew Cunningham for me in uh, midfield really stole the show, and um, the Longstone supporters were very very pleased with him. And, you know he. Oh, he's, so he's rangy and he's athletic and he's got pace and he's a good leap on him. So when you start looking at that, you're saying, right, well, he's pretty much got everything you're looking for, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I have no doubt. He, I have no doubt, and I mean this really respectfully, that he has that bit of Longstone steel in him too, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and you know, you go into Division One. Like I've seen Burn recently. It was I don't know. They played in Patrick. Burn it must be nearly Burn third. Uh-huh. But you know they're grinding out good results. Um, and don't be saying that to Sammy. The Strabber were on the wrong end of a of a, a burn defeat, but uh, Liam Carr was a standout player, CD for, and by all accounts he's flying at the moment. Uh, yeah, Liam's going rightly. Um, was that a defeat or a hammering? <laughs> I can't say. Look, Sammy has fallen out with me all week over there, so I can't. Sammy, what was it? It was a very good display by Burn. <laughs> good boy, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> very diplomatic. Um, yeah, well, uh, Liam, Liam's playing right. He's playing well. You know, he, he's really developing and, and 
he's just blessed with blistering pace above other things. But he, you know, he's 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 great to watch. He's just that free spirit of a footballer. So, um, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's all this is just shadow boxing. You know, it's it's really everybody's going to be just getting ready, pumped and prepped for the for the championship. You know, Kilku, there's been some funny results there. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, they're they're able to turn it and get a big win one week, and then next week they're losing. I think I have to say some Ballyhole have you know very very young side and are, but I think they're they're playing really hard with with pace. You know, and they're you know they have a lot of enthusiasm and, and as I said, youth and you know that that could stand them massively as the, as the year. And you have the few of the older heads have now are now back in play, so you know they they could actually. You know, stay up and be quite comfortable. Um, when you consider both them and then Patrick were obviously they're, they're basically four points down, I suppose. Um, so it was, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting league. I Mayo Bridge, I thought, started off like a house on fire, but they seem to have regressed a wee bit since. Uh, and Clondoff are just doing what Clondoff do. They just seem to come out and uh, churn out results, which is is great. I think young Ross Carr is doing very well for them. Which he is for ourselves. Um, if we are in Dublin, he's back in the. He's back fit and well, which is great. So hopefully he'll get a bit of game time with the club again, um, Friday evening. Um, so yeah, it's it's they're interesting times, I suppose. But as we said, it's this is all just shadow boxing until the championship really kicks off. And do you think, CD, that you know the way um, the under twenties have have done their strength and condition now and. Uh, Mickey Walsh has them, you know, gearing towards the championship. Yeah. Is that a, is, do you think that's one of the main reasons why the under twenties are starting to stand out for their clubs? I've absolutely no doubt about that. I think that the uh, the work that they've been put through, and like we have to be very blunt about this, the players have taken this on board. Mickey has, without doubt, steered them in the right direction. I mean, and he had everything he's he's done with them. From an athletic point of view, is I believe top notch, um, and I think what you're saying is that boys are actually doing well. If you're looking at matches now, the under 20s seem to be doing quite well, you know, and that's that's a I think that's a testament to to the work that they have put in and the, and the guidance they've been given, and they're, they're doing well. You'd have to be pleased with them, you know, and uh, you know, uh, it, it's hard to be. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm certainly not going to big them up, but. They're doing, they're doing well, and they're standing. Well, I wouldn't say standing out, but they're definitely. People are taking notice. I guess maybe that's the best way of putting it, you know. And uh, that's a good sign for us. Yeah, like just I was, you know, off the top of my head, I'm going through the players, and you know, the they just seem to be just that maybe it's just this, it is the condition and that, and and they're taking that leap. Do you think the under twenties has been a good uh, thing for development from that to bridge that gap from? Minors to under twenty ones, from minors to senior. Yeah, well, from minor to twenty one. I mean, minors, minors, minors have gone to seventeens, and we've gone yeah. to twenties. So, you know, I think it's a it's, look. It's it's a difficult one. I mean, I think when you when you start looking at it, we had issues with with the uh, colleges and exam. Not issues. I mean, the the kids of Sigerson and things like that. So, uh, the age group's always going to be a funny age group uh-huh. uh, in some ways. You know. Um, and it is difficult beyond no illusion. It was, uh, everybody wants their players. I mean, clubs are absolutely entitled to and want their players out fit and healthy. 
we're trying to do that as best we can and we're trying to get them involved with ourselves and doing what we're doing so it is a very hard balancing act uh, our juggling act and and to be fair the clubs have been great we have it um you know we've only had a, a couple of situations but nothing that that wasn't discussed and, and hopefully dealt with reasonably okay but nobody's fallen out yet which is always a good starting point you know <laughs> it's always nice whenever no one falls well, out of work <laughs> yet yet um, but hopefully not hopefully not just going back to under 20s um, CD you know you just had uh, three good results there recently and just have you did you have trials at the start of the year or how were these players picked um, come on board the squad well uh, we would have had an initial trials yes um we did. Uh, we would have also known fellas from last year as well, which would have obviously is beneficial. Um, word gets around as well. So, you know, there's, a, there's always a fairly good understanding of who's who's out there and who's doing what. Um, clubs will put fellas forward too. Um, so, yeah, between all of that, I mean, you would let right down. I think our, our panel is down to 33 now, which might seem high. We have three keepers in there. Um, but we effectively we're we're doing very little. I mean, from a training perspective, the boys are doing their stuff away on their own, uh, which is great. And I think we've got to the point where there's enough trust and respect that they're doing that, and we can trust them to do that, which is where it should be. I mean, we effectively train on Saturday, on a, sorry, on a Sunday morning in Colmont. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know we're not. Um, we do everything we can. That you know, I suppose training a bit of video on maybe a bit of strength and conditioning so all of it's done in the day on one day so we're not discommoding them we're, we're allowing them not allowing them but you have to be careful you're the words you choose but you know we're, we're very conscious of the fact that we don't want them traipsing all over the place that they have exams on at the moment you know fellas are starting to work for the summer and things like that so you know it's trying to manage that and, and for us I think a lot of the work has been done so we're now just trying to you know, keep the strength and conditioning going and just keep them fresh and fit and healthy as best we can and get a few boys back that are coming back from injury. So that's that's the role we have. And to date, we've done okay with it. But, you know, I suppose the proof will be in the pudding. The fact they've had three decent results, absolutely. I mean, the, the modern match away from home was a, was a, a I have to say, at, at times was, was a very, very good performance. Uh, the RMI game, you know, it was... Nice to beat the old enemy. Um, and then, obviously, last night, the boys put in a, a decent performance and a good result. So that puts us now to forward to play on the 15th against either Cavan or Antrim. Sammy, um, you finished scribbling your question. I was going to wonder if Sammy dropped. Does he drop? Does he get out of the office or something? He loves it. He loves this here round. So this is this is Sam Gaz. Uh, the quick fire round, Connor. Oh, yeah, just with the um, county game coming up at the weekend, Sammy's just going to ask you on your opinions of uh, some quick fire questions here. So go ahead, Sammy. Connor, just just I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I put Hollow on the spot there a couple of weeks ago, and um, <laughs> thanks. He, oh, there was some, some of the. 
we had to edit some of the, the answers that he gave. Sam, can I just tell you, I can actually hit this button to cancel the call at any stage. So just just be careful. Go ahead. Well, we, we'll get a voice somewhere so well. <laughs> but, uh, Connor, just, just a quick a couple of things I, I scribbled down, because everyone thinks when Figgy was talking to you, I, I, I was sleeping or... or, or but I, well, there was... There was definite snoring coming from behind him, so I have no idea. But anyway, I'm proactively doing things here. Donna, I'll right. tell you what it was. Just a couple of things on obviously, uh, you know, a, a, a long and distinguished uh, career, both for the hoops and and also for for down and also tail end of your career, obviously down in Dublin. With Sam, Clint where's Cut. this going? Where's this going? <laughs> no, I'll tell you, a couple of questions. Uh, okay, on your county career, Connor, best game played in. Oh, that's that's um, down Derry '94. Can I to say that one? Uh, what? Well, Jesus, you asked me a question, <laughs> give you an answer, Connor. That's a so very I'm, good answer, Connor. That, that's so I'm allowed, to, I'm allowed to give any other answer, but the, the right answer is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah, and I, I can, I, I can, I near actually can read. Uh, I, I would probably know your your answer to the next question. Worst game played in? Oh Jesus, there's a few. Uh, That's the one you came on, was it Sammy against Carlo, was it? <laughs> or Claire, was it? <laughs> well, I played in a few belters right enough. Worst game played in? Ooh, let me see. Worst club game in Kilmacud was losing to Eirog in the third replay of a Leinster final. Worst club game played in was losing a Ulster final to Eirog O'Kean. Worst county game. Where do I start? Um, We're not talking about your, uh, you know, you, per, you know, your your performances. Connor. I'm talking. No, no. Hey, well, I, I didn't say they were my performances. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, <laughs> you cheeky bugger. Um, I would say I was. Um, Derry and the Marshes was was pretty was pretty. Ninety three was pretty brutal. Now, to be honest, that, that's the one uh, I actually had a fair, had a fair idea you were going to give that answer, CD. Um, no, well, I'm predictable. Why was so bad, CD? What's why was it so bad? Why, why was ninety three? What what happened to it? What happened? Yeah. We lost by a cricket score. Uh, we were shambolic. We conceded goals very. He actually, we were just very, very poor on the day. You know, this is on the back of the previous year. You know, we we'd won ninety one and. And then ninety two, we didn't do an awful lot. Ninety three, it just got worse. So it was, it was myth. You know, in some ways, it was probably the making of the team for ninety four. Many ways, because the hurt from that drove a lot of people on, and I know it caused an awful lot of problems with within between management and players. And then, um, like I was in America for ninety four, believe it or not, Pete phoned me to come home. I I had actually gone out. Um, and I actually had no intention of coming home. But Pete being Pete, he dosed me and dosed me, and he says, "I want you to come home to Mark Anthony Tohill." I says, "Great, that's the incentive <laughs> to come home." It wasn't much of an incentive, really, when all said done. So, um, yeah, ninety three was poor. It was, it was really. Um, ninety four up at Celtic Park, CD. Nah, it was, that was a good day. <laughs> oh, I, I, that that definitely was a good day. That was a good day. That was a good day. Funny, right? I'll, I'll move on, Connor. Favorite county ground played in? Oh, wow. County ground. Favorite one? 
Um, my God. That's a good question. I, I loved Gaisman. Mm-hmm. That was a lovely ground to play on, a great pitch. Down were never good in Gaisman. That's the only downside to it. We, and I think if you go through the history, we, we our results in Gaisman were sketchy at best, but Gaisman was a great ground to play on. Genuinely was. Great surface. Um, also, the fact it was only up the road was great. Um, oh, Clonus was great the first time he played on it. You know, all these things, the, the, mem- the great memories. But um, yeah, Clonus was good to play in. Um, played there as a minor. Going to Kerry first time was 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 quite incredible. That was, uh, I think, I played a league game and I played corner forward. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Think work that one out for yourselves, boys. You sure it wasn't drawing at the starting. No, tr- tr- no. Shut your shut up, you <laughs> dose. Uh, no, I was uh, I was corner forward. I was playing. Mickey Linton was inside. Well, I was corner forward. Mickey was full forward, I think. And uh, I think I remember hand passing to Mickey when I was about six yards out in front of an open goal because I didn't want to miss. Ah, there's not look. There was a lot of great grounds you played around, but uh, yeah, Gary was uh, truly was and uh, oh, yeah, that Clare. I remember traveling down to Clare, that was a horrible place to go to. So, was Sammy was there about the Cusick Park? Yeah, 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 I wasn't. Uh, I was, I tell you what, that was a tough place to play. Yeah, yeah, favorite, favorite, uh, favorite club ground, Connor and Down. Oh, favorite club ground and down. Um, I'm not going to say down party because that's too predictable. Um, and too, and too far too bloody big is right. Um, oh, do you, you hear you played some stuff in Dunleith Park? So you said, Nah, so we had the best change of facilities in the country. We had a leisure centre to change in. Had we had our own swimming pool and jacuzzi and so on. Uh, we had to run across four fields to get to the pitch, but that's yeah. neither here nor there, really. Um, favorite club? I think Kilcoo's ground is fantastically picturesque. I'll tell you my favorite ground. I'll tell you it now, and you'll you'll like this one. My favorite ground, and because of all the great memories I had, and it was Pettit Park, Australia. Very good. Good memories then, Connor. So obviously he's beat for Strever. Actually, that was easy. I was always to guarantee. But I mean, it's not that. It was the fact that, no. My, well, no, 87. Great, under Pete. And, and all I can remember is Kilbrony being sick. And <laughs> Padded Park training. And they were, they're great memories. They're genuinely fantastic. And the summer was a great summer as well. So, it, Yeah. Loved Restraver, we trees, just everything about it, you know. That's yeah, I would say Restraver, yeah. Very good. Well, here I'm just going to touch on you, you mentioned playing corner forward down in Cherry. Um, mm. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to ask you what you know, and and I know you you played full back in the in the '87 minor final. Of, no, oh no, you played centre half because Larry Dugan was full back. Yes, now Correct. you're you're testing me here, CRCD. <laughs> Um, what what would have been your uh, preferred position? Six. Yeah, centre half. Yeah. Yeah, always. Um, but, um, 
Biggest influence on your career? Uh, biggest influence on career? Well, I had good schools. Without doubt, Pat O'Hare was in the high school. Although I never made school teams, but Pat would have been, you know, um, he was he was a, he was an interesting man, very very feisty. Um, yeah. Parents obviously would have pushed you towards it. Had, had uncles, we had, you know, our family are heavily love their Gaelic. Uh, but like for me, like Pete was effectively my only manager at county level, more or less. I think Jackie McManus for about three months. But other than that, Pete would have been my main manager. But Pete was manager for me for minor right through my senior career. Mm-hmm. Have you got office? Have you have you have you got up some? Have you? Uh, you, uh, like you collapsed hey, you the floor here. You're the first person to mention Pete to see in some ways. That's the only question he wants to hear about. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, I'll no. tell you, just when you mentioned Pete, there, as I say, when enough biggest influence in your career. Any regrets about your career, Connor? Yeah, I stopped too early. What time did, what, what is did you retire at? Oh, very good question there. Uh, I retired when I was, I think I was 30. Now, genuinely, I have a shockingly bad back, which was uh, very hard to maintain. I was living in Dublin, driving up and down two, three days a week. It wasn't helping. You know, the usual things, young family and all that guff. Mm. Um, if though had been in a way, like today, things are different. You know, you would, you'd work around it, you get clubs to train with you, you know, but Pete being Pete, and he wanted you at training, and that was how it was done, and that's, that was the commitment required. Mm. And that was, that was, you know, my last game, I think, was against Kildare in the Marshes when basically everybody left the pitch and I was lying on the ground with a pretty sore back. I think, was was that the, <laughs> was that Sligo, Connor, was it? Oh, Jesus, do you know what? It wasn't Kildare, you're right, it was Sligo. Uh, it's, it's all right, Connor, I'll keep you right, you know. I'm, listen, Sam, I'm very old. I <laughs> remember that. Yeah, it's, I, it's, across, it's just coming across uh, Sammy's or Stogger here. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. I, I was on the field. I was in the field that day, the same, same field as you. So it was that's how I remember. By this we're back. Oh no! I was. I, I, everybody left the pitch, and I was lying at the top end of the pitch. Even big Mickey McVeigh walked by me. You all right, boy? No, I'm not. My back's sore. Right, and off he went. <laughs> And it was getting dark and cold. And eventually somebody came back out for me. I was in bits. I mean, I genuinely, I was up in crazy hell after it. Um, so that was not a great way to finish. Yeah, yeah. No, no, You'd assume that. Well, here, um, you've, you've, you've played, obviously, with a lot of, a lot of players, um, both club and county. Um, <laughs> it was the best trainer um, as, as regards... You know, one of the, the players that you would have trained with, who, who was the best trainer on, on, on any panel that you've ever seen? Um, the best trainer was the brother, Gregory. Gregory, yeah. Mm-hmm. Without a shadow of a doubt, there's nothing but a touch them. Still doing it today, he's 47, and still, Gregory would have pushed himself to the point where he would have collapsed, to, to the point where he actually would have, Nearly died. He, he just had that. Uh, 
he had a, had a great athletics background, Greg. He did an awful lot of running, and that's where it all came from. But you wouldn't want to be chasing him, even today. Mm-hmm. He was a savage trainer. Uh, a fellow, Kel McCudd, Peter Ward, great lad. Trained, did everything 200 miles an hour. Hand-passed, he kicked everything. But by God, he was the same. Um, at county level, well, pretty much everybody had to train. Like, I mean, you know, Pete, he sort of didn't take it well if you didn't train hard. Um, some just made a train. Some made a train a bit quicker. You know the worst trainer? Gary Mason. Well, that was my question. Yeah, well, I knew it was coming. You are predictable. Uh, <laughs> Gary, Gary would have been... Uh, Gary only liked to come out when the sun was out. <laughs> Gary, did, Gary didn't do winter. No. The tan rubbed off, so he didn't do the winter. So, um, <laughs> no... Ah, look, they trained like that team. I'm joking. Uh, that team trained like savages. They had. To. I think Pete said at one stage, '94 was. I think we trained five out of every six days for eleven months. Christ Almighty! So nobody can tell me that players train any harder today. They don't. Yeah. They might train, you know, and things might be slightly more scientific, but they didn't. They didn't commit any more, and they didn't train harder. So you know why a team. One all Ireland because it was so driven. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know when you look at that team, uh, obviously the '91 team and, and the '94 team, you you had, you had guys in that in that setup who, you know, there was very little mo- motivation required because the likes of DJ that would have put his boot clean up your backside if you weren't putting it in. You know, twice I got there that. Well, DJ would have had a kick in the backside, but he was normally behind me at training, so I'm fairness <laughs> to him. Um, no, there's another series. Yes, there, there, there was no fools in that. I mean, the, there was an awful lot of very strong characters. And without them, you know, it was driven from within as much as anywhere else, which it has to be. Um, a lot of boys have been hurt personally. They didn't play well the previous year, were questioned probably questioned themselves as much as anything else and it was you know I suppose it was a way of vindicating themselves and ourselves um, yeah they were a savage when all of a sudden like Eamon Burns but it, you just look them back and you can remember Ron Rankle Brony and like boys they were fit men and they, they just ran so hard and pushed so hard and that's why and it was driven by people like DJ and and Quieter men like Greg, Greg Benny, never, not Greg McCartan, because he's not a quiet man, but Greg Benny would have, uh, you know, boys like that would have driven you on. They didn't have to say much, but they, they, you know, you did it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but that's, that was the nature of a panel, and, you know, I suppose uh, you got the rewards. You couldn't walk afterwards, but sure, that's the way it is. Yeah. And here, finally, Connor, uh, last question. Um, any funny moments in your career like something that if you're sitting down uh, maybe with a couple of boys and you're Sam, Sam they're all X-rated big time I'll tell you one I'll give you one that's not X-rated right I'll give you one Um, we were in we I don't even know what year it was 82 it must have been Um, we were in Boston and uh we were paired up, Barry Breen and myself were paired up. We were staying, this is this is going back a bit, folks. You, we didn't have the luxury of <laughs> hotels or things like that. We were 
we were putting people's houses and um, Sonny O'Brien, guy from Galway, uh, he um, he was taking myself and Barry in. But then we were sitting in the Green Briar in Boston. Jesus, amazing what comes back to you. The Green Briar and Gregory McCartan and Paul Higgins. Their person that didn't take them must have heard about them because they didn't show up. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, Sonny took us back to his house, you know, four of us. And uh, he had to go off. Sonny owned quite a few apartment blocks and things like that. So he had to go off. So anyway, it was getting late. The boys were tired. We had nowhere to go. We didn't know what to do. So basically, the four of us, obviously Barry and I were there, and that was our room. Boys decided. Four of us finished up in the double bed. Um, all I can remember is I jumped into the middle. And I said, you can feck off. I'm, I'm sleeping here. You can go where you want. Um I remember Paul Higgins, he slept on the outside and he had to put a stool on the outside so he could rest his left leg <laughs> so he wouldn't fall out of bed. Um, so that was fine. I don't know how much sleep was got. But anyway, I'm sure Sonny came in the next morning looking for everybody and he opened the door and there he was, confronted by four Hylians in the one bed. And I think he was a bit concerned when he looked at the bed and he goes, lads, what's going on? Um <laughs> At which stage, uh, we sort of got ourselves out of bed and whatever else, and he took us down to the basement. There must have been about 12 double beds downstairs. <laughs> there's all about team bonding back then, today. Oh, well, there's team bonding and there's team bonding. <laughs> uh, uh, we get lost. We get lost going for ice cream one night and had to get left back by the police. Um, things like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, quite innocent, really, when all said and done. Funny, Connor. When I mentioned your, you know, your your most favourite possession, you, you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, uh, do you want me to finish that? Do you no, want no, me to no, finish? You're quite no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to put a bleep or two in. I would have thought. Um, no, look. There was there's many other ones, and uh, we I suppose we're getting together now on. Uh, on the fifteenth in the Canal Court, it's it's twenty five years since since the All Ireland boys. It's a long time ago. Yeah, so hopefully um, we'll get a couple. How many years is it since twenty five? Twenty five year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. so unfortunately, well, unfortunately, we can get a couple of boys on it uh, to go through um, the night before exploit. Well, you would have. Listen, well, you have to send it out late at night and put uh, parental guidance on it because <laughs> I would suggest if you got the likes of Higgies and Big Gregory McCartan and just give them the microphone and say, away you go, boys. <laughs> Trust me, you'll be in kinks all night. And I'm, I'm the, the whole going away a couple of times, we went away. Jesus, the things, oh, listen, I can tell you stories. <laughs> Not on her. Yes. <laughs> City, some great results. And, you know, uh, wishes all the best. Uh, whoever it is, just play. And um, hopefully, uh, Silverware will be coming in the not too distant future. Well, the Wee League, it's, it's, it's actually the Leo Murphy Cup. Yes. So, you know, from, from a... From a a romantic down point of view it'd be great to get our hands on it just yeah 
you know, uh, it's a new trophy and whatever else. So it, it would be nice, but I would carry that extra bit with Leo Murphy's name on it. You know? Yep. No, one of our many, one of our many giants that that all the history was built upon. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Well, City, thanks for jumping on the call tonight. And as I say, uh, best of luck and Katongnia uh, again very shortly. Lads, all the best. Best of luck at the weekend, Sam. I hope everything works out on Friday evening. <laughs> Thank you for your sincerity, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> <That's your laughs> All the best. All the best. Take it easy, boy. Bye, 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 bye. Welcome back, folks, to part three. Um, we're just going to preview the upcoming games and with Division 1, Division 2, Division 3, Sam Gathers. Um, as we said, it's, it's coming up to the halfway point now and teams are starting to either reach for the stars or get out of the bunker. So it's uh, dog-eat-dog time, Sammy, I think. And um, a couple of big games. I think the in Patrick uh, Bransford game Bransford at home. Now, we've touched on it before about Bransford's home form. So then Patrick will be going up with us with their with their tails, um, looking to looking to take advantage of Bransford's woes. Yeah. Um. Again, Bransford were they were narrowly beaten uh, last Friday evening. Yes, by, I called it. I thought Bransford would have won that yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And and I mean by all accounts, uh, it was a rip roaring affair. Very very high scoring and. At the end of the day, just a point separated uh, Brownsford for, for, from Clunduff. So um, we all know how well Down Patrick performed um, in their last match against Warren Point. Yeah, point. Uh, won by a point. So like Warren Point and against Down Patrick. Down Patrick always do well against Warren Point. It's never there's always one or two points in it. So um, I I actually fancied Down Patrick for that one. Uh, one point just do not travel well down to them Patrick and you know uh, the well the storm a wee bit and, and came through it so it was a great morale boosting win for them Patrick and um, James Dinney's back between the sticks as well so that will uh, help them defensively um, Damien Turley in midfield doing very well and you know Mick McGee starting to come back as well up front so uh, then Patrick are getting the bodies back, Sammy, and you know that's why I think this one really is a, a must-win for for both teams. Yeah, I mean, if if you just actually have a quick glance at the table, obviously your standout performers, uh, Clonduff, Kilcoo, and Borden, uh, sitting on fourteen points and thirteen points respectively. Um, but if you if you just look at the teams below them, you have Lock and Island on nine. You have a rake of teams on eight. Uh, you have Castlewell on seven. Uh, Ballyholland on six. And Downpatrick on four. So, I mean, Downpatrick would be certainly looking at this game against Brownsford on Friday evening and thinking to themselves, well, you know, if we arrive at St. Patrick's Park, Brownsford haven't won a game there all season. Uh, Downpatrick, as you say, their tails are up. They've got players back in the park. Um, there's no reason why Dan Patrick can't go there, and I mean, I was going to say cause an upset as such, but 
look, it, it, it probably wouldn't be an upset. No. Yeah. Um, given given uh, Brentford's poor home form, and obviously Dan Patrick getting players back and uh, firing on all cylinders, Figgy. I'm going to push you on a on a wee prediction there, Sammy, for yeah, the, the Brentford. I'm, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for Dan Patrick. Very good. That's two for Dan Patrick. So um, we're thinking that Dan Patrick have turned the turned the corner for the season, hopefully. Um, just want to with the other team, Sammy Burnham against Ballyhoon. It's going to be played tomorrow night. Uh, you know, we alluded earlier that Burn um, were too strong for Strava on the night, and you know, did you see um, things last Friday that you know that you thought Burn now are are starting to go through the gears a bit? Yeah. No, no, no doubting about it. Uh, Bourne were very, very strong uh, against against us on Friday night. Um, you could say things went terribly wrong for for us, and things went absolutely brilliant for for Bourne. Um, it's the old scenario. Sometimes, if you make a mistake, you get punished for it. And on the night, um, we we made uh, mistakes and. You know we were punished for them. Um, burn, free scoring, free flowing, um, movement, uh, tackling, fielding, blocking. Uh, they they had a high press on the night, um, uh, and 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 sort of squeezed us. Didn't, did they, did they play with three full forwards? They did, Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah, they yeah. did. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, Liam Kerr had a fantastic game, was was, mm-hmm. was coming out the field, not not as far as the midfield, Figgy, but yeah. certainly uh, orchestrating moves in round uh, the 40, um, and, and um, young lad Poland, um, I'm not sure of his first name, um, definitely, uh, I think he racked up two goals and four or five points, played very well, and, um, you know, yeah, look, we, we had our moments, we still had our moments, um, in terms of possession, I would say, you know, it was 50-50. Um, but it's the old cliche, what, what you do with possession um, over the over the hour. And um, we were we were wasteful, maybe made wrong decisions. Um, and, and look, it happens. Um, yeah. But everything on the night went for Burn and we, we have no excuses or anything like that. Just on, yeah, just on Burn's style of play, Sammy... By all accounts, it was not the game, but they seemed to flow um, defensively and in the attack very nicely. And you know, it, it was a launch pad for them, uh, winning the midfield, and you know, everything as you said, you know, sort of went for them that night. Do you think now that Burn, um, I know they're up in the training, and do you think that you know they're going to have a, a big say in this league now? Yeah, definitely. Um... Look, they won the league last year. Um, you name me any team that wins the league that doesn't want to retain it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, you'd be a fool to turn around and say, "Oh well, here, the league isn't our focus." And look, let let's get our priorities right. The championship is the be all and end all for the likes of Burn and Kilcoo, Clondoff. Look, the championship's the be all and end all for for every club. Um, the league is something that. You build your form uh, on. You try different things in the league, <clears throat> both tactics-wise, uh, player-wise. And, um, 
even positional mm-hmm. wise, you know, you 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 maybe have a guy, he's you try him in a different position and it works, and all of a sudden the management team are geniuses. But look, let let's look at it in paper. The two toners didn't play um, for Burnley on night, who probably would be starters, um, and obviously the likes of uh, Kevin McKern and Don Lohar um, would have to come into that team mm-hmm. also. So look. Beyond or no illusions, um, Burner building, um, and and they they'll be out to do what they done last year, and 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 that's, you know, do the double. And do you think that with the uh, start games, Sammy, um, you just travelled to Maybridge, uh, on on Friday night, uh, again, another win for both clubs gets us out of the the sort of the middle pack, um. You'll just be hoping for a good performance from Rostraver, obviously. Um, it's a wonder you, Mister O'Hare, wasn't on this evening. Uh, given given us his, uh, <laughs> he, he won't come on. Maybridge haven't won a game since <laughs> since he came on. Um, no, look. At, at the end of the day, you know, we've we've already alluded to the top three teams. Yeah. Um, standout performances for the season. Um. And, and and look, they're going to get stronger. They're going to get stronger as as the season uh, progresses, be it with their county players or without their county players. And the other teams, like as I said, Figgy, you could throw a net over the other eight teams there. Yeah. Um, like I mean, the the team that's sitting fourth of nine points and the team that's sitting bottom have have four points. And as Connor rightly said, there, you know, one win, and you're. You're moving up the table, um. Mm-hmm. So so look, listen, Mayo Bridge they'll be certainly uh, hurting over over their defeat to uh, who was it? Down Patrick? No, Castle Wallen last weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Castle Wallen, by all accounts, played some great stuff. One twelve, I think the score was to six points. Yes, and they've got their away to one point this week. So again, yeah. that's uh, you know what it is, uh. As I say, every week uh, now uh, the interest is just peaking now, like, every single week. So, um, well, well, I think it's great that you know you have three teams that are up at the top that are fighting a bit out. Yeah. Um, and and there's no one that's really caught adrift because, um, as you know, you know a win or two, uh, from the hoops will have them sitting in eight points, uh-huh. and, and and who's to say they're not to they're not going to do that mm-hmm. um, because to me it all it all boils down to uh, confidence to um, how you play in the night and I keep going back to what Connor said on the very first episode that he came on with uh, you know um, a bad a bad decision uh, be it a player decision be it a management decision or, or a refereeing decision could cost you uh, dearly yeah. so every team's in the same boat um, and I think the hopefully the longer down go through the qualifiers, um, and and players are 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 pulled out of club squads, we're, you're going to see a lot more upsets, Figgy. And um, you know, um, it's about players stepping up to the mark who mightn't be on on the starting fifteen regularly. Um, you're looking to uncover a. A gem of a player, or you're looking someone to grab the bull by the horns and say, well, "I'm going to nail that position down 
and and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the game to the opposition. Um, so look, as I say, with regard to ourselves and, and Mayo Bridge, um, it's not the be all and end all if 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 either team loses, um, but certainly the team that wins will 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 sort of move 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 away from the from 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 the bottom. Yeah. Um, and 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 maybe if all results go on the night, you could well be sitting in fourth place at the end of the night. Yeah, and I remember last year, particularly coming towards um, after the halfway point, the first thing you were doing was going on Twitter to see how the other teams around you were doing, just to get that wee bit of breathing space. So, um, with these new restructured leagues, it's great to see that there is no team now cut adrift and that they're all competitive. So. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. Um, Division two, Sammy, the uh, big two sort of that we are playing. It's only um, bad. It's it's a bad thing that it's it's a start game carried off against Longstone. Um, I would have fancied carried off all day long if it hadn't have been starred. But uh, I think Longstone could get the better of carried off here. Yeah, uh, you know Longstone. We've we've talked about. Uh, how how well the stone are playing? Where, where where's that game at, Figgy? It's a, it's up in Belfast, yeah. It's up, it's up in Belfast, yeah. yeah. Um, look, Longstone, with the likes of you know Ryan Kelly's, you know playing extremely yeah, well. Yeah, I was at, I was at their uh, as I said, I was at their last game with, with Glenn. The Glenn were were very very short and, but, uh, Longstone very young team, but Shorty has them playing attacking football. Everybody seems to know the role and um. You know they racked up one twelve. It wasn't a uh, towards the end. It wasn't a great game of football. There was a lot of discipline issues and that. But I think there was there was two two Glenn two McCartans or no two O'Hares. I uh, got the line for. I think there was a goalie and the corner back. Yeah. I uh, got sent off. Um. Obviously, Matty Bagnell wasn't playing, no. which was a bit of a blow for yeah. for for Glenn. And I think uh, McCartan. Had a go off quite near the end as yeah. well, Jack McCartan. No, he was he was very impressive, Jack McCartan. Yeah. Um, yeah, he give he give uh, Finn uh, McElroy all all he wanted, you know. But yeah. uh, very strong player, and and I was very impressed with with Jack McCartan. Mm-hmm. Um, Longstone, as I already said, uh, Aidan Rogers wing half back. He he was full back last year, and then moved to midfield, and now wing half back. Very very good, very strong, very good in the air. But uh, the standout for me was uh, young Matthew Cunningham. He actually had to take a year out. He was Bally Martin registered at Bally Martin. He took a year out and transferred to the Stone. But he seems to have took it up to water, and it's it's you know he's he really was driving driving them on, and he seems to be a natural successor to, to Ambrose in that in that middle of the park. Look. You know, well, that's a big statement for you because I'm telling you, yeah, this, we all know yeah. how, you know, we all know how good Ambrose uh, was, and and you know, um, probably injuries aside, could could have been, um, and and obviously the the the, the fellas that are aren't lining like the likes of Poli, um, you know, Mike uh, Michael Iron seems to have stepped into his shoes, um, and and as you say, like they're they're a young team. They're they're enthusiastic. There's probably a bit of swagger about them as well that that only Shorty Trainer could could enthuse in, into them. And and you know, obviously, with with Longstone teams, you're going to get that determination and and togetherness and doggedness that that 
you always would have got out mm -hmm. of a Longstone team. So, look, listen, Longstone going down to carry off, as you say, if it had been not starred, it would have been a rip-roaring affair. However, um, I'm going to go with the Stone. Yep. Uh, next one up, I just want to touch on uh, is St. John's Turlish. Um Bottom of the table, end of, of uh, you know, fortunes here. So, uh, St. John's still, are, you know, very inconsistent. Um, and Tullish, they're playing okay, but as Ronald McCartan was saying, you know, maybe the results weren't going for them. But uh, St. John's at home, Sammy, I, I, I just think, you know, they were well beaten by Breda in Belfast there last week. But I just think St. John's now, to start taking points now, this is a must win. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I think St. John's themselves probably are, are quite mythed by uh, their, their their league standing at the minute. Um, you know, although the sceptics will tell you, Figgy, the league the league doesn't lie. And look, let, I, think, I think St. John's have to face facts that you know, we, we we thought they would be there thereabouts this year. Mm -hmm. Um, through one reason or another, they haven't they haven't made that progression. Um, but um, it's 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 a must win. I think it's a must win for 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 both teams. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a kicking kicking the ball difference with with their with their league standings. I think I've totally just got four or five points and. St John's of six points possibly. Um, look, listen, home form. St John's have to start pulling pulling points uh, out of the bag. They've got to start nailing their 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 games at home. So, I'm going to go St John's to beat Tully Lish on Friday evening. And just one more something that's, that's actually going to be played on, on the Monday night is Anrecht uh, v Leitrim. Um, Leitrim now. Uh, they are looking above them and teams are starting to, to get away from them. I know they had a great win against um, Saville, but, uh, you know, the, uh, going down Rekt, um, and Rekt need to put, keep the pressure on the top sides. Uh, I, I just fear for Leitrim in this one. I think, you know, and Rekt should uh, win comfortably enough. Yeah, I mean, look, Enric had a good win last week. We've touched on it against an uh, against Tully Lish. Uh, they'll they'll be wanting to take that 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 confidence, that you know, win uh, feeling, that winning feeling in, into the game against um, Leitrim. Um, to me, there's there's only going to be one one winner um, out of that. There, uh, I, I think the way the the kingdom are playing at the minute. Uh, the big James Colgan still pulling the strings middle of the middle of the field. Um, they're they're scoring. They scored one fifteen last last week. Um, I look. I, I think I think it. Looking upon it, it'll. I, I think it'll be tight, Figgy, because obviously, okay. as as Connor Connor alluded there to that, Leitrim are getting some bodies back. They're getting some players back. Um, that are coming into a bit of form, but to me. I think it's just a step too far. I think I think Enrique are gonna are gonna get the two points. Yeah, like uh, uh, it might it might be a, a just the, the match might come too early for for the boys to really be in top form. That's my only concern. Yeah. But um, also interesting, Sammy is is Division Three, 
some strange results um coming through, you know, and the the big teams uh that you would have thought um Shamrocks one eleven uh were defeated up in Drumgath to three thirteen. Uh very young side, Shayburn is meant to be, you know, uh live wire up there and uh they're being very impressive, Drumgath Sammy. Yeah, well we, we, we touched on Drumgath, didn't we, Faye? Yeah. Um a couple of episodes ago. Um with with uh Lynchio at the at the helm and um are Drumgath at home, are they? They're away to Drummanes. And well, yeah, well, I mean, Drumgath are going to consolidate their, their winning uh, formula by beating Drummanes. That, I think that goes without saying. Um, Shamrocks, Shamrocks, who do they play? Shamrocks is a free week. Shamrocks is a free sorry. week. Yeah. Um, Shamrocks are away. It's a, it's a tough one, actually. It's Clannabana. Yeah. Yeah, well... So, Clannabana are, are, you know, they need to start picking up points. I think they were looking for three in a row uh, last week. So, th- um, this one will fire them up the table again if, if they can beat, overcome Shamrocks. Yeah, and uh, is that in? It is, in Pargaster, yeah. Oh, in Pargaster. Yeah. If, if it had been maybe in Bombridge, um, you certainly would have been thinking possibly of an upset figgy, but... I I think the big the big open spaces Park Elsler will will suit Shamrocks. They'll be I'd say they'll be well fired up, um, you know to to avenge their their defeat from 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 last week. Um, but look, you know I think I think Anna Clone is between Anna Clone and Gath, and I think <coughs> excuse me the likes of um, Shamrocks and Bolly Martin are. Possibly waiting in the wings to, to see if these two teams can can will will uh, drop any points at the minute. It's not looking very likely, Figgy. Yeah, well, Dramara yeah, uh, are entertaining on a clone, and you know Dramara have some some quality players and, uh, on a clone, you know, they didn't have it all their own way against uh Drummond Like it was only eleven four, which would you would have thought would have been a, a home banker for a clone. So, um, Dramara. You know that it is if they want to see where they are this year. You know this is the sort of game that they need to stamp their authority on. Yeah, but given Anna Clone's form, Figgy, um, we we we've already mentioned Kieran Brannigan, um, training them and preparing them. Uh, I know Kieran's got a a pretty decent uh, backroom team there. Uh, all all pulling the same way. Big big Shamey Quinn would have played for Anna Clone for. I think maybe from when he was about twelve, he was playing senior <laughs> senior football. Um, but I was talking to Shamey there last Saturday, and um, very impressed with with the way the the guys uh, are playing. Very impressed with their attitude, their determination, and it's it's look it's 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 like a drug. Uh, winning, you know, once you get that feeling. You want to keep that feeling going. I thought um, you were going to break into song. Or no, I got it. I got, well, Black Eyed. No, I'm, I'm not allowed to sing the Black Eyed Peas. Fair, you know, uh, we're not copyrighted here. You know, um, but look, it, it is. It, it, winning breeds confidence. Winning breeds uh, enthusiasm. Winning, it's look. It's ah. You look forward to the next training session, don't you? Like, yeah, because everyone's buzzing yeah. and everyone's in a high and. 
you know, you can't wait to get the training and if you've come on as a sub and you've done well, you'll be wanting to maybe nail that spot during the week uh, by working hard at training and look, it, it's it's fantastic because the competition for places is there and, you know, so look, um, Anna Clone certainly are the pace setters, uh, credit to Drumgath um, for, for being there thereabouts as well. I, I think that, you know, the two of them will, will get, you know, secure victories mm-hmm. uh, this weekend also. No, so, Sammy, that concludes our preview of, of the games and what we expect. Can I, uh, can I just make a, 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 quick, a quick point there? Uh, Dundrum... Yes, uh, had a big win, yeah. Dundrum had a big win against... Um, the Mitchells. The, the, the Mitchells last week. Um, my old buddy, uh, Kieran Walsh, um, was playing middle of the field. Kieran, Kieran's part of the, the Down Master squad. Um, plays middle of the field for us as well. Uh, Kieran sustained a bit of an injury, and both both uh, I'm sure Dundrum, all the listeners down Dundrum, and and certainly the the Down Master squad wish uh, Walshy a speedy recovery. Yes, definitely. Yes, no one likes to see anyone getting injured, and uh, as you say, Dundrum leading back SAP. Yeah. Join us for part four, folks, where we go just a quick preview of the Down game. Welcome back, and it's just a quick preview now of uh, Down versus Tipperary in the qualifiers. Sammy, obviously, Down got the home advantage because of uh, their Division 3 status. Um, Down, they need to make a statement here, Sammy, I think against Tipperary if you know Tipperary aren't the same team they were uh, last year. Um I, I honestly think Figgy if if Down can take the bull by the horns um and go out and express himself and go out and, and, and play we seen we seen how good Down were against Armagh. Yeah. And you know when obviously they suffered the the devastating loss of, of Keelan Mooney uh, prior to half time, um, there's never a good time for a player to get sent off. But if there was a good time, you would say, yeah, that was the time. Yeah. Because obviously, Paddy Tally got them in and they got restructured and got a bit of shape about them and everything. But they went at Armagh. They went toe to toe with Armagh. They said, "Fuck it, we have a man down. We have nothing to lose. Use come at us. We'll soak up the pressure." Throw throw everything that you have at us and and down weathered the storm, and you know on another given day, down possibly could have been playing last last Sunday against Calvin, uh, in 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 Clonus. Mm-hmm. However, you know you take the good with the bad. This is where we're at. Um, Park Elster Sunday two o'clock. Um, temporary. What Tipperary got three three points in Division Two this year, got relegated. They'll be up against uh, down this year in Division Three. Mm-hmm. Um, will that have a burn? It 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 will not. Um, it it'll all be in the day. I honestly think if down go at them, if down go at them early on, get quick ball in. We've seen how good Pat Haven was. We've seen how good Don Lohar was. Uh, we've seen how good young Corey Quinn was when he came on an extra time, or you know as a sub. 
you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, think I was very impressed with him. Now yeah. I thought he, I thought he was superb. Yeah, I'd be shocked if he doesn't start this one, or uh, or is he going to be thought of as you know the impact player? But um, do you know I, what? Ho- hopefully, I, I would be hoping um, that Down don't need an impact sub on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I, I would be hoping that that Paddy Talley would have enough confidence, and I'm sure he does, in his in his squad. Just um, yeah, just on the uh, you know the confidence in the squad and that there's something you know um, there's a couple of substitutions that there made um, you know do you think there'll be any team selection changes this one I know is there's going to be a fourth one with uh, Keelan Mooney suspended so they're going to be looking for possibly a midfielder but uh, Rui Wells was taken off you know in early, the first quite, early, quite on, early on um, and obviously we can live up front for Tipperary they're going to be looking to exploit him uh, it's just you know does Down have that dominant uh, full back now the, funny the last time that Tipperary came up uh, and played Down was in Park Elster I think it was two years ago Figgy right. and um, I don't think there was an awful lot to play for on the day mm-hmm. because I, th- I think the game had actually been uh, called off you know, from when it was meant to be played, and it was refixed then at the end of the, the end of the season when when everything had been decided and what have you. And you know, down down actually won quite comprehensively that day. But what Tipperary will will offer? Tipperary are a big outfit. They're a mobile outfit, and they're a strong, robust team um, that move the ball very quick and have big target men. Um, and and I know look. If you're going in league standings and the end of the league in Division uh, Two, they only they only amassed uh, three points, but just funny actually doing a wee bit of research in Tipperary, the, their performances in Division Two were, you know, they never took a tank in Fagey. Mm-hmm. They they were, you know, maybe in the wrong end of of a point or two defeat. So and and we know that you know if you take your chances on the day. That that one point defeat could have certainly been reversed into a one point victory. Who um, would you who would you would you go with Wells again? I know he's not naturally a full back, and you know it's a it's a tough ask to do at a county level. You know whenever you're you're you don't play it for your club and you're and you're brought in. Like do they go with uh, Mernon in there? Who's who is a full back? You know it's these are the questions. Do you, do you go with Jerry Collins and, and Ram McAleenan? Um, yeah, you know, it's just who they're going to match up with. Well, I'm trying. To, I'm actually trying to remember who came on for Wales. Was it was it uh, one of the Guinnesses? And uh, against Armagh, I'm 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 trying to remember to be to be quite honest. Um, or maybe I I don't know I don't know who was switched in. Maybe, but I think one of the Guinnesses was brought on for Wales. Uh, quite early on, uh, possibly maybe didn't go into full back. Um. Uh, Kevin McKernan went into fullback. Kevin, so Kevin, be, Kevin. So. But then again, you know, I like McKernan in round the half back line. Or you know, where where Kevin, Kevin is a great array of of passing. He he's a great leader out there, and certainly for picking up breaking ball and going forward, you know, you would love to see McKernan at at you know number six. Uh, but I think he like he, he done it for Burn last year. Played fullback, and I think it, it it worked well. I I just think that you know even. Spreading the ball out from full back line, you might get over a couple of lines and and 
you know, get quick attacks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, well. I mean, look, if he lines out a full back, that's that. Look, we don't know what way Tipperary could line out. Mm-hmm. Tipperary might line out with a two-man full forward line and take a guy back, which will give McKernan the 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 onus to to drive forward mm-hmm. anyway. Um, and and quite possibly, you know, I just don't. I don't like seeing somebody standing there. When when down on the attack, you know what I mean. Yeah. And and too often this year, especially in the national league, when down on the attack, uh, there was maybe four guys inside their own half, marking one team from the opposition. Yeah, I can understand like so like whenever you you cautious approach that you're worried about counter attacks and that, and that's maybe why he has the four boys back there. But um, you know this is championship football now. We. You know, two men should be able to mark, to mark one man. Yeah, well, you know, you, like we all seen how good Down played when they took the shackles off against Armagh. We seen how free flowing they were. We seen the likes of Darn O'Hagan coming up the park. You know, storming runs, backing the forwards up. We seen how good Barry O'Hagan was when he came on, chipped in with a couple of points. We seen the likes of Corey Quinn, you know, feeding Don O'Hare and. It, it, it's like everything else you could have a cracking forward line but they need they need the first time ball in they need the right delivery and look we're not blessed with height obviously so the ball needs to be delivered in fast it needs to be delivered in quick and it needs to be delivered in at speed and when it was done that way against Armagh Figgy we, we did put hold we, we, we punished Armagh yeah but Conor Harrison does like if he doesn't win the ball clean he doesn't let the defender Win a clean either, so like them boys don't know her. One of his great strengths is reading the game, and he knows whenever the break, ball's breaking, you know, to be underneath it. Or and uh, same as Pat Haven, like you know, they're competitive in the air. So, um, even a diagonal ball in, I hope Down have worked on it this uh, these weeks, um, and hopefully we can see it more in action, you know, this time around. Yeah, yeah, look again, the the. The likes of Harrison, O'Hare, Havern, um, like they are three natural scoring forwards. Who, on your, who, in your opinion, Sammy, will be lining out in midfield? Uh well, obviously, you know, um, Connor Poland. Um, Connor had a fantastic. He, he had a, he had a really really big effect. Obviously, when 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 Keelan, yeah, when Keelan got sent off, um. Maybe tired towards the end, and and as we as we know, he came he came on again and marked big Mernon, uh when Mernon came on and was 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 maybe caught out again maybe lack of experience at full back he'll not be playing full back on Sunday mm-hmm. I think maybe what what Connor has to maybe do, uh would be to pace himself, um and maybe work between the I four. Thought, I thought he's very good against. Uh, oh, he was exce- yeah. he, he was exceptional. I thought thing. It, like, is is he was breaking uh, coming through that. A third man running and it was, it was great to see and it's one that will down go for a more defensive player with Connor. you know now that now that Mooney's well you know Connor Connor can like ideally I would like to see Connor working between the 45s um, and, and yes when there is space there in front of him to exploit that and to go at it and you know hopefully a man coming off his shoulder um, the likes of Darren O'Hagan um, to, to you know to get the ball to move it on um, who who could partner, Connor? Um, like when Connor Francis stepped into the mm-hmm. into the role in the second half, uh, against Armagh and performed 
admirably in, yeah. in, 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 in my opinion. Um, I'm sure they've had a couple of in-house games, Faggy, this past number of weeks. Um, look, I'm sure Tally knows himself, you know, who, who he would like in there um, and what way he wants the, the, the midfield to, to, to line up. Yeah, Johnny um, Flynn, I think, is back from injury as well. So that's another option that the, that they could go for, you know, a, a more robust player, you know, his fitness is, is second to none. And, um, you know, he, he can do a man marking job, which is so he's a key if Tipperary are running the ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Flynn, Flynn's been there, thereabouts, the panel, um, you know, this, this couple of seasons. And no, no better, no better time to get back to full fitness and and to to put a put a stick for a claim in uh, against Tipperary. Um, you're 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 looking at the 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 forwards. You're looking at the defence. Down down to me, um, were very compact against Armagh. They they knew when to go. They knew when to hold. Um, I just have this, I just have this feeling, Figgy, uh, and it. You know, reiterates back to the the game they played against Louth in the National League up in Newry, where they they needed to win, and they had the chances to win, and I think coming off the field at the end of the match, down down took too much into the change room again mm-hmm. rather than leaving it in the field, and I think if we need if we want to get a victory on 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 Sunday, we need to leave everything in the field this time, um we need. Movement out of the forwards. We need tight defending. Look, they're the best players in the county, bar none. Um, you know, Armagh got out of jail as far as I'm concerned. It just would have been so interesting to see if if Down had the full 15 against them over the, the, the 70 minutes, um, how we would have performed. But I, I, I think confidence should be high. Um, I'm sure, You know, as I said, I'm sure they played in-house games. Um Cut and trust guys wanting to make a, a statement to to the management. So, look, whatever down team lines out on Sunday, Feggy, um, you know, come four o'clock. Look, I I would want to, I would be hopeful of of us being in the next round of the yeah. qualifiers. Yeah, um, hopefully we get a, another big crowd out again, Sammy. That you know the down crowd really got behind the down team, and it was uh, a throwback to I remember throwing playing uh, down at Park Astor and you know Saturday, sort of the, Saturday evening yeah it was, it was you know the down crowd really played their part in that there so hopefully again you know as we always said this man uh, the management team needs time he's obviously trying something uh, we went out got got them so you got to put the faith in him so it's, it's I just want to see as you said shackles off Attack whenever the opportunities are, and put the bodies in the line. If you have any um, questions that you would like to us to answer or any um, comments on, on the issues that we've brought up, please get in t- contact with the show, folks. Uh, with a new Facebook page, uh, Load of Balls Podcast Show. Uh, give us a like. Uh, put your send us a message and let us know how you um, how much uh, you like or dislike the show. Um, maybe 
you, you weren't happy with some of the comments that were made about uh, your particular team or you just want us to mention um, any upcoming players or any players that have been uh, doing well for the club this year um, I'll try and calm Sammy down and, and get a whip round for, for the match, <laughs> match on Sunday but uh, folks again um, the comments that we're getting is, is tremendous and uh, you know uh, this show is about uh, saying how it is you know it's only our opinion um, we're trying to get uh, our down local football scene out there uh, we're proud down men and you know hopefully we'll get the result on Sunday and if anyone wants to sponsor this show they're more than welcome yes Sammy <laughs> Sammy can do that can do any shout outs you want yeah, <laughs> yeah any any, any uh any hotels, any restaurants, any fast food outlets. Fast food. And, yeah. and want, a, want a sponsor being vegan. <laughs> uh, they're more than welcome to. I would need that stuff. Or, or any local uh, watering health, holes. Health or, or Yeah, any water, watering holes or, or anything like that there. Yep, we will certainly give you a shout out. And um, look, we, we're, 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 hopefully we get the weather. Uh, it's pretty miserable here at the minute. Hopefully we get the weather for the games. Both there's games on tomorrow night, uh, and obviously we've got all the fixtures for Friday evening, running over the weekend. Obviously the down game at two o'clock on Sunday, and then there's games on Monday evening. So, um, really a lot to talk about in next week's episode, and hopefully we're all talking about uh, the good things and um, a, a down victory. Yep. And that's it, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and as I say, get into contact with us. Let us know your thoughts. It's good night from me. And all the best. Good night. God bless.